Times have been added to the My Disney Experience app for the Mandalorian and Grogu's appearances. Some guests reported having trouble finding him despite being told, this is the way. <laughs> we have the rejected San Francisco Square attraction. Uh, turbines over California. Nah. <laughs> was Horizons as a kid. Because I think you got to push buttons. I mean, let's be honest. You, 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 you fought with your sibling over which... I want to yeah. do underwater. I want to do space. That's what you did. That was a cool... If you didn't have siblings, your father. Oh, you two always pick. I never get to pick. <laughs> We're at Club Cool to do something called the Beverly Challenge. How do you feel? I felt better before. <laughs> oh, 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 it's like from the Guardians of the Galaxy. Today with WDW News Today, I'm Tom Corliss of WDWNT.com. Please like this video, subscribe, and hit the notifications bell to make sure you never miss the latest from the Disney theme parks all around the world. Here now the news for August 28th, 2023. The director of the Florida Division of Emergency Management, Kevin Guthrie, is expecting Tropical Storm Idalia to reach Florida as a Category 4 hurricane, and the National Hurricane Center's most recent update reveals the storm is continuing to strengthen. Idalia is currently expected to make landfall in Florida around Wednesday morning, August 30th. A Category 4 hurricane can cause catastrophic damage and is defined with wind speeds between 130 and 156 miles per hour. On the most recent map from about 1 p.m. Eastern on Monday, an M marks a major hurricane while an H marks a smaller one. Adalia will be relatively formidable when its impacts pass through central Florida. The Florida Panhandle and Gulf Coast are most at risk for direct impact before the storm ventures inland up through the Georgia coast, re-entering the Atlantic Ocean somewhere at the border uh, with South Carolina. The greatest effects on the region are anticipated to occur around Wednesday morning and afternoon, August 30th. Regardless of whether or not your local community is within the cone of uncertainty, experts are advising Floridians to prepare with essentials such as water, radios, first aid kits, flashlights, and spare batteries. Life-threatening storm surge is a major risk for coastal communities, while high winds and flooding endanger inland areas. It is also extremely important to be wary of downed power lines. As of 4 a.m. Eastern, a tropical storm watch has now been issued for Orange and Osceola counties, including the Walt Disney World Resort. Walt Disney World's hurricane policy states that a hurricane warning must be issued for cancellation or change fees to be waived. Uh, we'll provide updates if the resort plans any closures or other actions connected to the adverse weather conditions, obviously. Stay tuned to WWNT.com and our social media avenues for the latest. That's the best way to get the news as it happens. That'll be much faster than waiting for this show uh, to come out. David Duffy, the Vice President of Entertainment for Disneyland Paris, is leaving the resort to become the Live Entertainment Vice President of the Walt Disney World Resort. A replacement for his role at Disneyland Paris has yet to be announced. Disney said, please join us in congratulating David Duffy as he steps into the role of Vice President, Live Entertainment at Walt Disney World Resort. With more than 30 years at Disney, he's held roles including show director, writer, artistic director, and creative director. Congratulations, David. In a post on LinkedIn, David addressed the news. After an amazing few years at Disneyland Paris, I am humbled and excited to return to where not only my Disney career, but my love of theme entertainment began. I'm still 
at a bit of a loss for words to express how impactful my time working with the incredible team at Disneyland Paris has been. I've also fallen in love with the city of Paris, the country of France, and the lifestyle it affords. My deep thanks and appreciation go out to the amazing team at Disneyland Paris. Together, we have achieved amazing things onward. Uh, Duffy has been with Disney for three decades and worked on many projects at the parks around the globe. He began his Disney career with the Disney College program at Walt Disney World. He stayed at Walt Disney World as an actor and then later became a show director. In 2007, he was promoted to creative director for Disney Cruise Line, where he worked on entertainment programming for all ages and port adventures during the development of the Disney Dream and the Disney Fantasy. During this time, he also served as creative director for Alani, a Disney resort and spa. From 2014 to 2020, he was executive producer for Disney Parks, Experiences, and Products on the following projects. Uh, this is just a few of them. The grand opening celebration of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge in 2019, Mickey's Mixed Magic Fireworks Show and Spectacular in 2019 at Disneyland Park, and Frozen Live at the Hyperion at Disney California Adventure in 2016. Duffy became the entertainment VP at Disneyland Paris in November of 2020. Most recently worked on the 30th anniversary celebration for the parks, uh, which featured the use of drones for nighttime spectaculars. This is an incredible get for Walt Disney World. David Duffy, I feel like almost everything this man has touched has been incredible. Um, and Walt Disney World, I think the thing that we really lack is very good theme park entertainment. And Disneyland Paris has been on the most incredible role. Dream and Shine Brighter um, for the 30th, the drone show. Um, the most recent stage shows that they've done. Um, Disneyland Paris, I think, bar none, even better than Tokyo, has the best entertainment department of any Disney resort in the world. And David Duffy has certainly been a part of that. So um, to hear that Walt Disney World wanted David and that he's coming this way, I, to me, sounds like, you know, maybe we're going to get some new stuff, and this new stuff could be of great quality. So this is tremendous news. I'm looking forward to see what comes of it, and uh, I'm very excited for what the future may be for entertainment here in Florida. New credit card readers are being rolled out at Walt Disney World Resort. The update to the new readers began on Monday, August 21st, and appears designed to make the experience faster, more efficient, and more secure. The new reader features a tap-to-pay touch point along the top of the reader, which allows guests to use their Magic Bands, phones, or tap-enabled cards to complete transactions. These new card readers recognize Magic Bands much more easily and quickly, so guests don't have to wait so long when making purchases. Guests can still swipe cards through the swipe uh, located just below the tap point, and a chip reader is below the number pad for cards with chips. It also has a front-facing camera, which you can see uh, just above the swipe, which is used for 1D and 2D code scanning according to the company that manufactures the readers. The new machines are housed in the same frame as the old ones. The, new, uh, the screen size now is 4.5 inches diagonally, which the most recent previous version was 7 inches across. And some cast members are concerned the new screen is too small for maybe older guests to see and read well, but we'll wait and see. But this is uh, an interesting change. Maybe those cameras will be used to read Disney gift cards and other things, other payment methods. We'll have to wait and see. Uh, exactly, but it seems like an interesting change. Everyone's favorite royal purple dragon is now appearing on more new merchandise at Epcot, including T-shirts and a mug with a saucer. The figment mug with saucer is $24.99. It comes with the saucer, as I just said, has a light lavender hue to it. The included saucer reads imagination and has a light bulb as well. In the interior of the mug is a much darker purple. And there's, a, uh, there's also a T-shirt, a great big beautiful idea T-shirt for $24.99. Uh, it has a similar design to the mug. Uh, there's a great big beautiful idea encircling Figment as he ponders up some new notions. 
The backdrop is a deep purple color. It's also a one little spark lights up for you t-shirt for $36.99. It's a long sleeve tee. Uh, depicts figment in flight, gesturing towards the slogan, one little spark lights up for you, of course, from the song and the attraction. A rainbow of sorts is in the background with dotted uh, red, green, blue, and yellow colors, and the shirt itself is gray. Uh, the mug is available at a Creation Shop. The other two items are available at Imageworks at the Imagination Pavilion. This program is brought to you by our official travel agent sponsor, Be Our Guest Vacations. Your dream vacation begins with Be Our Guest and their concierge team of expert vacation planners. Head on over to BeOurGuestVacations.com slash WDWNT and their team will design your next magical vacation from the Walt Disney World and Disneyland Resorts to the Disney Cruise Line to Adventures by Disney and more. They're also able to book unforgettable VIP tours where you and your group can experience the ultimate park day. The best part is their concierge services are 100% free, so book today. Work continues on the overall transformation of Epcot, with World Celebration being the focal point of the construction at this point. Uh, we have new on-the-ground updates of the neighborhood, as well as aerial overviews from our friend BioReconstruct on Twitter. Construction has finally started to make some headway in the former playground area by Journey to Imagination with Figment. We noticed a couple of cinderblock-based structures going vertical in the construction area, though it's unclear what they could be. Here is one of the two structures off to the left of the dirt area. Here's the second cinder block structure off to the right. Various sections of the construction area have also been notated with yellow tape and other marks. Over at Commutacore Hall, we spotted a cherry picker up in the air uh, near all of the light up spires in the plaza. The yellow sheathing that was previously present on the bottom right of Commutacore Hall's entrance area appears to have been almost completely removed and more metal structure beams appear to be added here as well. Here's another look at the mid-air cherry picker. It's quite far away from any of the spires, so it's unclear exactly uh, what they're working on, but they're working on something. And what looks like uh, insulation is being installed on the other side of Communicore Hall. In these two photos from BioReconstruct, you can clearly see the five-ring Epcot logo embedded in the ground in World Celebration. This structure has come a long way and now really resembles the Epcot logo it emulates. You can see the five rings raised from the ground around it. This aerial view of World Celebration shows how far construction has come and how far is left to go. While there's still a lot of dirt present, the landscaping in World Celebration Plaza is promising. This aerial angle of World Celebration gives us an idea of just where the guest walkways will uh, be going once the neighborhood is complete. The Epcot logo structure can be seen right in the center. The aerial photo of World Celebration, uh, this aerial photo, indicates various projects happening in the center plaza. At point one, work continues on garden beds that may have palm trees. There also seems to be some kind of viewing area for the Communicore Plaza stage here. Point two denotes Dreamers Point, where a statue of Walt Disney will one day sit. Over the right at point three, a new wall structure has gone up. Uh, it's unclear what it is. And of course, point four is the five-ring Epcot logo at the center. And in this photo, point one marks the recent concrete forms that have been blocked out uh, with wood to help retain their shape. Point two shows a garden bed, which is constructed in a different shape rather than the uniform pie wedge. Point three indicates the beginning of a pavement pattern that is meant to join the garden area up uh, of the plaza. And up towards the top of the image is the five-ring Epcot logo at point four. Point five, if you zoom in closely, is what remains of a 1990s five-ring Epcot logo embedded in the pavement from the early 90s redo of the central area there with interventions. And this photo, while it is of world celebration, gives a great glimpse at Journey of Water inspired by Moana in world nature seen at the top of the photo, which does kind of cross nearly into that area. It's unlikely that these areas will be ready by the time the Disney 100 celebrations at Epcot begin on September 22nd. That's why Disney left them out of press releases, but 
Anyway, here's an aerial look at, at current construction for Communicore Hall and Plaza. Scaffolding remains on the left side of the building, and the yellow sheathing on the front is nearly gone, save for one entrance over to the front right. Other scaffolding is still present in front of the middle portion of the hall uh, with the spires in front. Many boxes and materials are staged in the center of the spires as work in the area continues. This aerial look at Dreamers Point shows a clearer picture of where the statue of Walt Disney will one day be installed. Various concrete construction can be seen in this area. The short walled structures could potentially be flower beds. The concept that you're looking at now is what the statue will look like when it's finished. And our final aerial look at Epcot from BioReconstruct shows the current guest walkways around Spaceship Earth. The construction for Dreamers Point can be seen at the bottom of the photo. Once complete, these paths will eventually lead into Dreamers Point rather than guests having to be rerouted around the construction completely. The Frozone meet and greet has moved slightly at the recently opened Pixar Place, or should I say reopened Pixar Place in Disney's Hollywood Studios. Frozone, Mr. Incredible, Elastigirl, and Sully all appear in Pixar Place while guests can meet Edna Mode at the Edna Mode Experience. In early 2023, Frozone from The Incredibles was greeting guests near the front of Hollywood Studios. When Pixar Place reopened, he was meeting in front of a plain brick wall. He's now in front of a painted mural near the front of Pixar Place, not far from the neighborhood bakery food cart. Frozone's backdrop is a dark blue with overlapping circles of light blue, red, and yellow. We assume this is so they can switch out the Pixar characters whenever they'd like. And a Disney PhotoPass photographer is on hand to capture your photos with Frozone. After initially reneging on a previously anticipated August 18th release date, Disney Lorcana was now finally released at the Walt Disney World and Disneyland Resorts this morning, August 28th. The release took place at Walt Disney World at the World of Disney Store in Disney Springs. At Disneyland Resort, the merchandise release took place at the Disney Pin Trader Shop in the downtown Disney District. Limits are in place due to the scarcity and popularity of the new trading card game. Only two gift sets and any combination of two starter decks per guest per day are allowed. There are no holds, phone orders, or home shipments provided. Returns and exchanges will not be processed. And as previously reported, no discounts or coupons are being accepted. While waiting, uh, laminated guides to purchase restrictions, available product, and basic information on Disney Lorcana was distributed for guests to study. Starter decks are being sold for $16.99 each, while the gift pack is being sold for $29.99. And here they are, all the product available today uh, at the Walt Disney World and Disneyland Resort. Those uh, Lorcana, the first chapter, Sapphire and Steel, Amber and Amethyst, and Emerald and Ruby starter decks. And finally, the gift set, including two oversized foil cards, four booster packs, two tracker tokens, and two playable foil cards. Uh, that's all that was available uh, today. Uh, at Walt Disney World, um, supposedly they're sold out of the starter decks. Those are gone. We don't know if they're going to restock. They seemed uncertain for that matter. But um, they seemed convinced that the starter decks would be sold out already. Um, and they seemed to think they would eventually run out of uh, the uh, gift set as well. Checking the name of it. Don't want to be wrong. Um, the gift set. Um, so clearly, uh, it seems Disneyland got more product than Walt Disney World did, but this has kind of been the story with Lorcana. There is a scarcity of product. Maybe that's intentional to create, you know, demand. We don't really know, but either way, clearly a lot of people showed up. Things are selling, um, and people are excited to buy things at, you know, near the suggested retail price, which is not always a thing at your local card store. Um, <laughs> so 
Um, definitely popular and a thing many people are interested in. And we here at WWNT have been quite interested ourselves. You can watch a learn to play video if you want to learn to play the game at uh, the WDWNT TV channel right here on YouTube. Uh, ben and Alicia have also done a first episode of their podcast about Lorcana. And as well, we're going to have an event right here at our studio at WDWNT Celebration. It is our WDWNT Lorcana Learn to Play Meetup, which will include tutorials, giveaways, refreshments, and more. This is happening on Friday, uh, September 8th, from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern Time, again here at WWNT Celebration. We are just uh, a short drive away from the Walt Disney World Resort, I'd say uh, probably five minutes or less, in fact. Um, and where, where can they sign up? No one gave me the link. There it is, events.wdwnt.com. That's where you're going to go to sign up. The reason we want you to sign up, it is free to attend. The reason we want you to sign up is, number one, obviously we want to know how many people to prepare for. Number two, it's an easy way to enter your name for the giveaways that we'll be conducting uh, at the event. And also, it helps us with information if you've already started playing the game, if you haven't. Um, if you are going to want to play with other guests at the event, we want to make sure to pair you up with people of a similar skill level or, or people that are or as accustomed to the game as you are. So again, this will be on September 8th from 6 to 10 p.m. right here at WWNT Celebration. We're located at 1136 Celebration Boulevard here in Celebration, Florida. Again, just moments away from the Walt Disney World Resort. But get more info if you want to hear more, events.wdwnt.com, and that's where you register as well. Rothy's, known for their washable shoes made of recycled materials, is coming soon to Disney Springs, according to a job posting on ZipRecruiter. According to the brand's website, more than 159 million single-use plastic bottles and 548,000 pounds of ocean-bound marine plastic have been transformed into their signature thread, uh, creating wardrobe staples that look just as good as they feel. Striving for zero waste, they combine 3D knitting technology and handcrafted assembly to create machine washable styles that don't compromise on comfort. From classic shoes to carry everywhere bags, uh, they create essentials for wherever you go. And building a sustainable future is at the heart of everything they do. They pride themselves on fostering an inclusive environment at their headquarters, retail stores, and wholly owned factory and are growing their community every day. Again, we have no details on an opening date, location, or else, but they are coming to Disney Springs. As of today, Walt Disney World's internal floral and gift services have been discontinued and operations have been handed over to a third party. The new service is known as Magical Floral and Gifts by Florida Fresh Floral. Their website is now operational and accepting purchases. Magical Floral and Gifts offers gift and snack baskets, themed balloon bouquets, and floral arrangements designed to enhance a Walt Disney World vacation. The Magical Floral and Gifts team makes uh, order deliveries seven days a week to any open resort hotel at the Walt Disney World Resort, as well as open good neighbor hotels located on property. All packages will be delivered to the hotel or resort's front desk, and guests must be present for the gift to be delivered to their room. You can also pick up your orders from the front desk. Any orders placed uh, by 12 p.m. Eastern time will be delivered the same day. Orders placed at 12 p.m. Eastern uh, after 12 p.m. Eastern will be delivered the following day. Delivery costs $10 per order. Their call center for placing orders is open Monday through Friday weekly. For many years, Walt Disney World has used an in-house service for creating floral arrangements, as well as arranging special gifts such as birthday and holiday spreads for guests when they arrive at their respective resort. Walt Disney World Floral and Gifts was the division behind this, which made, their, which made the magic happen for thousands of guests every year. The sunsetting of this in-house offering was announced earlier this summer. 
According to the Disneyland Resort website, changes are coming to the early entry policy in January of 2024. Starting January 20th, the early entry benefit will be updated and guests with valid park admission and reservations who are checked in and staying at one of the Disneyland Resort hotels may take advantage of this 30-minute early entry into a designated theme park for every day of their hotel stay. Each day, either Disneyland Park or California Adventure Park will be open early. Please check the theme park calendar for the schedule. Of course, the most notable change here is that only one of the two theme parks at Disneyland Resort will be available each morning for early entry. Currently, hotel guests are able to enter either Disneyland or DCA early. Uh, guests will now have to check the park calendar to know which park is offering early entry for the days of their stay. This policy change isn't exactly new as the Disneyland Resort followed a similar policy prior to the pandemic. However, guests could enjoy a full hour of early entry back then as well. It truly feels like Halloween now at the Disneyland Resort as the giant Mickey jack-o'-lantern has been installed on Main Street USA at Disneyland Park. The enormous pumpkin has, has been a Halloween staple at Disneyland for more than 15 years now and always sits where Town Square and Main Street meet. The pumpkin has a giant Mickey face carved on the front with two smaller yet still huge pumpkins for ears. The giant jack-o'-lantern sits atop a pile of more normal-sized pumpkins at its base. And the backside of the jack-o'-lantern has Mickey winking at guests. Of course, Halloween time at the Disneyland Resort kicks off on September 1st, but some food items already begin tomorrow. The art of Br'er Fox, Br'er Bear, and Br'er Rabbit in the Briar Patch gift shop over by Tiana's Bayou Adventure, formerly Splash Mountain, has all been replaced now uh, by art depicting generic forest creatures. Where a portrait of Br'er Rabbit once hung over the fireplace, a new art piece features an owl. Uh, this is what the Br'er Rabbit uh, looked like when it was on display. Elsewhere in the shop, the art of Br'er Bear and Br'er Fox has also been replaced. The Br'er Bear art that once hung over a doorway has been replaced with generic art of a bear on a log. And here is the art that it replaced. The location of the former Br'er Fox art is now home to a bear cub hanging on a tree branch. And here's what Br'er Fox looked like previously in that spot. The removal and replacement is just another part of the overall transformation of Splash Mountain into Tiana's Bayou Adventure. Various iconic aspects of the ride's exterior have been changed or removed, and the main theme, Zippity Doodah, is vanishing from the Disney parks around the world. Splash Mountain, of course, permanently closed at Disneyland back on May 31st of 2023, but slowly the characters continue to vanish from the parks. Judge Doom from Who Framed Roger Rabbit and Yokai from Big Hero 6 will be added to this year's Disney Villains lineup at Oogie Boogie Bash. Disneyland Resort teased the two villains in a new video. For Judge Doom, they showed a barrel-marked turpentine uh, with a pair of shoelaces hanging out of it. Of course, who could forget that Judge Doom uh, murdered that poor defenseless Toon Shoe in the film. Judge Doom was portrayed by Christopher Lloyd in the 1988 film. Uh, and he created the dip substance that could kill a cartoon. The teaser video then cut to a slightly glitchy clip of uh, some San Francisco Square barrels hinting at yokai. San Francisco Square is currently wrapping up construction and will open at the end of the month just before the start of Oogie Boogie Bash. Yokai, aka Robert Callahan, was voiced by James Cromwell in Big Hero 6. It'll be the first appearance, we believe, for either of these characters in a Disney park, but I could be wrong. With San Francisco Square officially opening on August 31st, more final decorative touches are being made throughout the land at Disney California Adventure. These new signs can be found near the Ghirardelli Soda Fountain and Chocolate Shop hanging over the archway that previously had signs for the Pacific Wharf Canning Company. Here's a look at the previous sign. The new sign takes on the same color scheme as the previous one, sticking to a white and navy blue. Uh, the side looking towards Ghirardelli says San Francisco Square. 
Looking for the Ghirardelli side, the sign also says San Francisco Square, but it's written in Japanese characters. This side also has the same color scheme. Now that the final international orange panels have been installed on each of the Tory gates of the bridge, cables are being added to run string lights from the bridge's railings to the tops of the gates. You can see that the cables are anchored underneath the top of each Tory gate and run all the way down to the, structure, the structural bars above the walkway. Once complete, the bridge will look as it does in the concept art, which you're looking at now. String lights will run down from the top of the Tory gates and a sign reading San Francisco Square will be added to the ends of the bridge. It appears as though all the cables have been installed and now they are ready for the lights. The bridge is still blocked off by construction walls while the last remaining touches are added. A cherry picker is still present as the final touches are made. We, we suspect the bridge will open on August 31st or earlier. Um, hopefully they'll finish on time. Meanwhile, new painted travel posters have been added to the land. They're on the back wall near the Baymax bathrooms in San Francisco Square. There are five travel posters in total, with each one advertising a different aspect of San Francisco. This one advertises Pelican Island, and all the posters feature the same footer advertising the Wharfside Travel Agency alongside uh, some sort of tagline. This one reads, New Experiences Right in Your Backyard. This poster highlights San Francisco. It features a bus traveling through the center with two sides of the Torrey Gate Bridge in the foreground and background. The tagline for this poster reads, Fall in love with San Francisco all over again. The last poster on this wall features San Francisco at night and says, Rediscover San Francisco. There are also two more travel posters on the back wall uh, when heading towards Cars Land. Both advertise San Francisco, and this poster shows a more abstract take on the city. Uh, with the Torrey Gate Bridge in the sky and the never-ending loop of cars traveling below. The tagline here is the same as one of the earlier ones, new experiences right in your backyard. And this sign includes a painted house uh, dressed in dark reds, oranges, and purples. Tagline here, again, rediscover San Francisco. Pacific Wharf, again, will officially become San Francisco Square on August 31st. We expect the Ant Cast Cafe, the meet and greet, uh, the bot shop, and the bridge to all open that day. We, of course, will be there to bring it all to you. More decorations have been added to Disney's Paradise Pier Hotel as it slowly becomes the Pixar Place Hotel. The reimagining was announced in April of 2022. It's set to be completed this winter, celebrating the various films and characters of the Pixar Animation Studios. The hotel remains open and operating during the update. Operating, we should put in quotations because it's, it's been rough. But new lights have been installed on the sidewalk outside of the hotel in the back. The lights resemble the iconic Pixar Luxo ball with a stripe around the middle and a star on the side. These are very cute, and they do um, change heights as they go along to, uh, you know, they reenact the movement of the ball bouncing up and down uh, as you go along the path. Disney Parks has announced three new entertainment offerings that are coming to Disneyland Paris in 2024. The previously rumored Alice in Wonderland-themed BMX stunt show is confirmed. It's coming to Walt Disney Studios Park in the spring of 2024. The modern and flamboyant show will bring together various types of performers and guests will have the unique opportunity to influence the outcome of the show. Building permits, of course, were filed way back in May, uh, May 15th of this year for the construction of the metal sets. Uh, this will take place where uh, the Motors Action Stunt Show once was. Uh, you may know it as Lights Motors Action uh, when it existed at Walt Disney World. Starting on January 8th, 2024, a new nighttime drone show, Disney Symphony of Colors, will take to the skies above Sleeping Beauty Castle at Disneyland Park. The show will combine fountains, lights, video projections, and synchronized drones as they draw a parade in the air, nodding to an iconic experience of the past at Disneyland Paris. My God, I swear, if it is Fantalusion, I'm going to lose it. If it's Fantalusion in the sky, 
sign me up. But we don't know which show they're talking about, but Fantalusion. Meanwhile, on February 10th of 2024, a new daytime show will debut at Sleeping Beauty Castle in Disneyland Park, uh, featuring the park debut of Mirabelle from Encanto. The show will celebrate the art of Disney and Pixar animation and feature appearances from Mickey Mouse and his pals, Timon from The Lion King, Joy from Inside Out, and Mirabelle. All that coming next year to Disneyland Paris. So all kind of the replacement entertainment for the 30th anniversary, which of course is ending um, at the end of September. Um, then they'll have their Halloween and Christmas offerings, and then in January, start to roll out these new offerings that in many cases replace um, the 30th anniversary you know, festivities. Disneyland Paris has shared a new grand reopening window for the reimagined Disneyland Hotel, as well as a date for when new bookings will open. The reimagined hotel is set to reopen in the first quarter of 2024, which means sometime between January and March. The hotel will transport guests in the world of many Royal Disney characters from Walt Disney Animation Studios films with rooms themed to various Disney princesses. Uh, you're looking at concept art of the hotel's upstairs lobby, which was released earlier this year. The films represented at the hotel will include Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, Aladdin, The Little Mermaid, Cinderella, Beauty and the Beast, The Princess and the Frog, and more recent titles like Frozen, Moana, and Raya and the Last Dragon. Uh, you're looking at concept art of the hotel rooms themed to Frozen. An exact reopening date has not been announced, but we expect we'll know that when bookings open on September 12th. It's worth noting, weirdly enough, Club 33 members at Walt Disney World have been offered an early booking opportunity. They are already booking rooms for the reopening of this hotel. Um, but we still don't know the opening date because even they wouldn't tell them what the date is, which is weird considering they have to book a hotel reservation. How do they know which dates to book? I guess you just keep guessing and you, you get what you get, right? Um, also new was this, this piece of artwork that you're looking at now, which has the uh, building with silhouettes of characters in the windows, um, giving us hints of more of what, who will be appearing inside the hotel and what the motifs may be. But stay tuned. We'll certainly bring you everything you need to know about the hotel reopening as it becomes available. For the absolute latest on these stories and all that didn't make it into today's show, be sure to check WWNT.com and follow us on all your favorite social media platforms. You can support the entire team behind this show and others by joining the WWNT Interglobe Society at patreon.com slash WWNT. Get access to exclusive content, discounted show and event tickets, and more. Special shout out to all our WIGS members watching make this show happen every week. Also, do note there is a very special edition of WW News Tonight this week. It is episode 257, and if you've known this company at all during its 16-year history, um, we have famously quoted from the original test track that Two, put up two, five, and seven line. Seven? Yeah, seven. And so because it is episode 257, we are having a big celebration of the original test track, which happens to be celebrating its 25th anniversary this year, in fact. Um, so we'll be celebrating. We have a special game planned that celebrates the original test track. We have the top seven. We're going to be talking about the top seven attraction quotes of all time and some other really big surprises, all that and more. This week on WDW News Tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern this Thursday on the WDWNT TV channel. So please be, be sure to tune in, check that out. It's also available to watch anytime after that initial streaming. For the worldwide leader in Disney Parks news, this is Tom Corliss saying, enjoy the rest of your today. Have a great, big, beautiful tomorrow. tomorrow.